bring that up. I've been to the grocery store six times since the recall of Jif, and I can't find Jif anywhere. I'm like, this much Jif really, left in the jar. Jif. And you, the, you, I'm not, you can't cross over I'm to Peter not, Pan? No, I'm not going to Peter Pan. I'm not going to Skippy. <laughs> what about your, what about generic? I mean, what about store brand? Like no, Meyer you brand? You can't do store brand. People. See, we do Meyer brand, and that's fine. No, it's not. Okay. It's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. You have a higher it's, peanut butter. I've got level. a higher. You know, okay, all right. I have high GIF standards I, here. I'm not here. I'm even to, willing to go on the marketplace and see if I can find a jar of GIF creamy, reduced fat peanut butter. Yeah. So are you going to. I'm running low. So are you, are you are you like combing back alleys? And, you know, uh, hey buddy. Hey. And then I got to check and make sure it's not recalled if I buy it online because I don't want to catch something. You know, Where, what are they doing? A guy opens up his coke. Gives you like, here you go. Little taste. Oh yeah, this is the That's, good stuff. Oh, is this cut? Did you cut this? Did, did you splice <laughs> did, in? Did you cut a in? little generic? Right, wait, I taste Meyer maybe, brand here. Maybe it's velvet. <laughs> Do you remember the Velvet? I, remember Velvet. I think that's yeah. a Michigan brand. So yeah, I they brought it, they brought it back. To... Remember, we did an interview yeah. a few years ago when they brought it back. All right. Well, maybe. Yeah. If worst case scenario, maybe I'll go to Velvet. Okay. But none of the Skippy crap, no. none of the Peter Pan, <laughs> none of that. Okay. By the way, welcome to Mike and John yeah. Got It Going On, yeah. brought to you by Firehouse Doors. <laughs> and our friends at PB. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter. Okay. We've got a lot coming up today. Of course, we'll get to the answer of last night's trivia question, Wednesday Night Trivia. Asking folks about, what was our <laughs> I typed it up, yes. Studies found that most people who try this give it up after doing it just once. Mm. So there was, a, there was a lot of interesting answers. I am wise enough to not even try. Don't even try. I'm just done, it is It is a tough thing to do. There's, there's certain things you look at and you go, no. Not no, going to do not that? Not for me. All right. It's, it, it is yeah. something you could hurt yourself. Here's doing. a clue. Me and gravity don't have a great relationship. Okay. <laughs> so that would make me go, yeah, I don't think so. So I've done this before, yeah. and I have i didn't give up after one no. try. Uh, if it was that hoverboard with the one wheel on it, <laughs> that would just, be the I'm, thing that I wouldn't do again. Was I going to bring it up? Not going to do it again. Yeah. All right. So we'll get to uh, today's answer. Also, the less you know with uh, Rich Perlberg. And we'll talk to the Howell Area Fire Department. Yes. they got a millage coming up. Yes, they do. Yeah. Maybe we'll include some chili. More on that coming up in just a little bit first. Chili chat on the way.
<laughs> I like that. <laughs> Cooper and Bingley Jewelers bringing you this time around the latest local news here in Livingston County with John King. All right, here's what's going on. Officials have released additional details about the fire that severely damaged the Holly Hotel earlier this week. According to Holly Police, the initial call to 911 came in about 3.56 p.m. Tuesday about a fire with heavy smoke in the downtown district near Junction Street. Holly officers were on the scene at that time. They also reported flames visible from the south end of uh, Arcade Antiques. Seven area fire departments in all responded to the scene. They battled the fire to contain it from spreading to the entire downtown. Battle Alley Arcade Antiques was completely destroyed in the fire. Andy's Place suffered major damage, as did the Holly Hotel. The Moose Lodge suffered heavy water damage. That's closed until further notice. Fire investigators from the Oakland County Sheriff's Office and the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms uh, continued to investigate the cause of the fire. In all, five firefighters were hospitalized. They were released later for heat exhaustion, although there were no reported civilian injuries. Structural engineers have assessed damaged buildings and providing a report on buildings that could pose a collapse risk. As a result, Result, Broad Street will remain closed to vehicular traffic until Andy's Place structure is determined to be safe or must be partially or fully removed to avoid collapse. The Village of Holly will be providing updates every afternoon at 3 o'clock on their website, hollyvillage.org. The Livingston County Health Department is now scheduling COVID-19 vaccinations for everyone ages 6 months and up. That follows an announcement earlier this week from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services that all Michiganders ages 6 months and up are now eligible for the vaccine. They recommend all eligible children get vaccinated and stay up to date on vaccines even if they've previously had COVID-19. Children younger than 5 can receive vaccines from a primary care provider local health department, or federally qualified health center. Some pharmacies will vaccinate ages three and up. You can visit vaccines.gov for nearby vaccine locations. Age-specific information will also soon be available. And an annual golf outing set to take place later this summer will honor a beloved local youth activist. The fifth annual Passion for Prevention Golf Outing for the Livingston County Community Alliance is set to take place August 6th at the Shemung Hills Golf Club in Osceola Township. This year's outing will honor the memory of Megan Palmer, the former coordinator for the LCCA. She passed away in January after a short battle with cancer. The August 6th golf outing will raise funds for substance abuse awareness activities in Livingston County. They're still looking for sponsorships and donations. You can find details at mikeandjohnpodcast.org. And that's what's going on. And news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, Brighton's preeminent jewelry store with a commitment to customer service, community involvement, honesty, professionalism, and exquisite merchandise. Be sure to stop by today and see Mark and Barb. They pride themselves on offering something special for everyone and recognize that customer satisfaction is the sole purpose of their business. Stop by and see them today. Quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind items. You can even take something that's in your old jewelry box and say, let's reimagine this. They'll do that for you, too, plus designs by Simon G. and Zagani. And they're going to join us as a part of the Mike and John Summer Splash Party, July 9th, yeah. with some giveaways there. Cooper too. and Binkley will. I don't think Simon G. and Zagani can make it. They're invited. They are invited, though. But we're not sure if they're yeah. going to fly in, you know, come in via right. chopper, right. <laughs> or just send us a couple of gift cards, well, sure. or just even ID just, cards. You know, if they want to just, cards. if they want to just send us some nice little gifts, that'd be nice. You know, some jewelry or something, <laughs> some bling. Right, maybe I'm overstepping. <laughs> but speaking of bling, Cooper yes. and Binkley will be there with the bling. That's what I'm that saying. That they're going to be giving away to you. Yes, that's you. And you. <laughs> we want you, you to win. Here, fingers together. Okay. Kind of like Wonder <laughs> Twin Pop. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. We're gonna... All right, this Dude, is kind of weird. There we go. Now. That was a little odd. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate there was Cooper a moment. and Binkley Jewelers, right. too. <laughs> <laughs> My spider sense was tingling.
Yeah. Coming up a, a little bit later on today, the the Howell, you heard about yeah. the big fire in uh, in Holly. We're going to be talking with the uh, Howell Area Fire it, Department. It demonstrates the importance. I mean, they were able to save the downtown district in Holly, although there was some severe damage. I mean, the whole district was in danger, and of course, the fast response of the fire department there. And so, uh, the Howell Area Fire Department uh, hoping to uh, pass a millage later this summer, and we'll be talking with their deputy chief coming up. You know, when you want to find recipes that result in eggplant tasting good. What do you think about eggplant? I don't think I would. Yeah. I don't ever mind think eggplant, eggplant, but eggplant would taste good. It's got to be made just right. All right. See, here's the thing: there's plants and there's eggs. There's no thing. Egg and plant don't go together. <laughs> you just. I'm sorry. Well, they do. There's a thing called an eggplant. I don't know why they call it an eggplant. By the way, I don't know. It doesn't look like an egg. I don't, I know don't what, either. I don't know what the hell. But anyway, if you want to know about how to cook eggplant and make it taste perfect. Jordan Jenso is not the guy you want to talk to. Oh, probably not. <laughs> I thought we were going to call Jordan and yeah. talk eggplant. If you wanted to talk with the, him about eggplant, you'd probably know less. All right. So a conversation with Jordan Jenso and the Jenso team at Remax Platinum about your house, selling your house, marketing your house, buying a house. Now, they're the people to talk to. All right. So if you want to give Jordan a call, 248-444-9777. You can find him on Facebook also, Jordan Genso, Community Servant, Community Realtor. So uh, remember, Jordan Genso with the Genso team at Remax Platinum, sponsor of The Less You Know. And if you want to know less about eggplants, he's the guy. If you want to know more about housing, he's that's, the guy. that's the guy you want to call. Yes. Jordan Genso. And speaking of the guy... The less you know. Yeah. Rich Pearlberg. And we, we're going to know less. He knows. <laughs> As we always do. <clears throat> Good morning, Rich. Good morning. I just, I, I'm never sure when I should start talking. Neither uh, are we. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a mute button. <laughs> so you won't even try to call me, right? No, no, no. This is a butt dial. <laughs> All right. So, so before we get into the less you know, Rich, Favorite favorite brand of peanut butter because I'm I'm without Jif these days or pretty close to being without. Oh man! You can't find it on the shelf. I, I, I go to the shelves and I find them empty. I don't have a favorite brand other than Jif Crunchy. All right. I'm, I'm See, a creamy now, guy, but that's okay. Mike's smooth. Oh yeah, I'm smooth. You know, creamy. He's creamy sm and he's smooth. smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will take smooth, especially if it's on something else or on a cracker. But no, I'm, I'm a crunchy guy. All right. I think Peter Pan. Wasn't there something like yeah, that? Yeah, no, no, no. See, now Peter Mike's Peter. very picky. He's not going to go Peter Pan. No, not He's going. not going to go Meyer brand. It's got to be Jeff. <laughs> All right. No, I, I'm, there's some things that are true. Yeah, I think what Mike is asking is, do you have any you Jeff? Because <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna come over and pick it up. Do I have a stand? <laughs> yes. no, I, I got my closet where I got my toilet paper, my peanut butter. Okay. See, <laughs> see, now we gotta add peanut butter to our stockpile. Yeah. We had we, we had to add toilet paper and cleaning supplies. Yeah. Now we gotta add peanut butter. You know what? And I I also I'm gonna I'm gonna break this right here and now that Kraft macaroni and cheese is changing their name. We're going to tell you about that later. Let's okay. get into what, what, wow. what we know. This is a lot time. of blockbuster news. I know. <laughs> it's all happening. All right. So you got you to tell me to sit down. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? At the end of your segment, Rich, we'll reveal okay. what Kraft Macaroni and Cheese is going to be called. <laughs> Fair enough. You're trying to get me to talk less. Talk <laughs> well, less. we know better than that. This is this is a, the at the end. You got to stick till the end. So, uh, Rich, I understand that uh, you've been binge watching this new show on TV these last couple weeks. It's an exciting new program. <laughs> I don't, I've been streaming it. Oh, uh, no, I. You know, the funny thing is, we're talking about the uh, January sixth hearings, and uh, I can't bring.
watch them. Okay. Uh, so what I end up doing is looking for clips and news coverage, yeah. and that's that's bad enough. Oh. So mean, th- this really is the less you know. <laughs> well, if you need a nap. <laughs> but there's been some serious stuff that's come out of these hearings. I mean, I've watched some of it, I've, and then otherwise I've just caught the headlines and the stories afterwards. But, uh, I mean, if you can't, I mean, especially this week, there's been a lot that's come out directly related to Michigan. Oh, yeah. We've been in the middle of it. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, it's a lot of arcane stuff. The whole idea of the electoral college and uh, and how the votes are done was for centuries, actually decades for sure, centuries. A pretty re- routine deal. You you had the election days. You counted the votes, and then your electors were uh, assigned to the to winning candidate. How we found out in Michigan, it was part of a national scheme. To uh, send fake electors to, to Washington. I mean, and and this is this came from the from the president and his team, and some of the leading Republicans in Michigan were part of it. The and, same ones who were screaming about election fraud were actually trying to defraud millions of Michigan voters. Well, and I guess I mean some of the testimony I heard, like for now, as you said, Republicans in Michigan were were on board with this. Not everyone was. For instance, Laura Cox uh, testified and told the truth. Yeah. Well, what future does she have in the party? Well, none. And uh, (laughs) but see, this is the thing about all this election fraud stuff. Is even if how do you put trust in future elections? Even if even if let's say in in twenty twenty six. Uh, or 24, uh, Trump is elected president. Who's to say that we don't just turn around and say, well, that's election fraud, too. This was stacked and rigged. I mean, it, when you cast all these votes, you know, so what's the sense in it? Total dog, total uh, uncertainty in, in what was what was one of our founding principles, the, uh, the acceptance of, uh, of election results. I mean, the peaceful transfer of power has been... Of of all the things that the United States has stood for through the centuries, it has been the peaceful transfer of power. Um, We shocked the world when Thomas Jefferson took over from John Adams without a shot being fired. Right. He just said, yeah, take over the White House. You know, show you where the restrooms are. It's all yours. Well, I mean, you know, and I, it's fine. I mean, there's a, you know, I, I was a big fan of the musical Hamilton, and there's a scene in there where King George, he can't believe that George Washington is actually going to step down. And he goes, yeah. you have power, you know, like it's, it's a, it, it, and the thing was, it was an alien concept to the world and still is in, in a lot of the world that you would peacefully hand over power to your opponents. Uh, well, one of the big, and Mike touched on this, and one of the big, Crimes of this whole charade is is the is the, it's intentionally sent to to, to uh, lessen the beliefs in, in fair elections so that people think that you know it's, it's like it's like thinking if all news stories are are fake then you don't have to believe anything that that's uncomfortable. Right. Well, it's the same thing with the election. I, I, I grew up watching. Uh, <laughs> Usually, little old ladies uh, counting ballots by yeah. hand on election night, and then reporting them to the to my dad's newspaper. And and nobody questioned whether those were Republican vote counters or Democratic vote counters. They just counted the votes, would, and and actually counted them one at a time with those little, you know, they'd count four and then put a 
cross mark across them for five, and another woman would be looking over her shoulder to double check. And those are how you get results. Well, you had some of those people doing that. Uh, well, you had some of those people doing that. Uh, I mean, well, we saw, we heard the testimony. Of, election. They stood right. up. They stood yeah. up to it. I mean, we heard testimony from the from the two women, I think, in Georgia. Yeah. Who their lives were threatened. I mean, they, yeah. they had to leave their jobs. They had to hide in their homes because they refused to lie. They refused to knuckle under to this big lie. And they said, look, these are the, these are, we counted the votes. These are the votes. They and didn't even knuckle. They just did their job. And right. For some reason, Trump and his buddies, Giuliani, singled them out. But you also had Republicans in Arizona, in Michigan, in uh, Georgia, who stood up to it and said, look, we wanted Trump to win. He did. We counted the votes. He didn't win. And uh, uh, they stood up. They're being replaced. You, you all the people who denied the elections are now going to run the elections. So Mike, Mike's right on the money. How can you trust the results? Well, when they put the question in, you know, when they question this one, why not question the next one, whether it's you winning or not winning? That's the thing. And that is the point. So it's, you know, it, it it's, is. It's to draw doubt, as Rich said, then yeah. uh, as you were right on the money. How about that? Yeah. I need to, I need to write that down. <laughs> we're going to write that down. Today, it's June. Mike was right on the money. Today, the 23rd. <laughs> Go get your lottery ticket. You're blowing the segment. Awesome. It's supposed to be the less you know. Don't worry. At the end, I've got the new name for Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. Oh, we'll know less. Don't worry. (laughs) So, you know, and there's more hearings on the way. Once this is wrapped up, the the committee is going to make a report and recommendations. I mean, where does this go? What needs to happen in your mind for this to be worthwhile, for there to be effective change? The only thing that can happen, and this is like fantasy land, is for Republicans particularly to step up and say this is wrong. I mean, we're going in the opposite direction. Ann Boland knows this is wrong. So does uh, Lana Tice. And they, they won't say anything. They, 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 and, and I get Bob Bazad, who has joined in uh, uh, six, 17 legislators have asked the, uh, uh, the state attorney general to investigate this bozo film about 2,000 mules. I mean, that's, I don't know if you guys followed that. No, yeah. uh, that's, a, that's a film from Dinesh millions, D'Souza. Millions of, millions of yeah. forged absentee voters were, were uh, dumped in, in the last election without a single evidence of one vote. They come up with this wild-eyed scheme, but you would think you'd be able to find one Well, the the filmmaker and that Dinesh D'Souza guy who made this film, 2,000 Mules, I mean, when he was pinned down, he finally had to admit, well, there is no actual evidence. Uh, It's just the theory (laughs) that I made that kind of fits what we want. But there's no actual evidence. Precisely, Precisely, John. But our state representative has signed on to that. Right. Well, it's... I mean, you, we talked before about Lana Tice. You, you mentioned, you know, she per, the, the reason why she's precisely in such a hot primary race, why she's being run to by the right from Mike Detmer, is because she did sign on to that Senate oversight report that basically said the election was fair and valid. The votes were counted fairly. She's it was valid. But can you show me one place where she said that, yes, Joe Biden won the election? No. 
But she signed that report, I, 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 to, and I'm sure to her great regret. I mean, I can't speak for her, but she. I don't be. I really do not believe she would be in the primary fight she's in if she had declined to sign that report. I. Per, this is my personal opinion. I think she signed that report thinking like, well, this will now go away. And it, it blew up in her face. And that's the sad thing. The one time that she did the right thing, and now she's paying a political price for it, that's the state of the Republican Party. Well, Thank know, you. she also signed a letter uh, asking Congress to delay the certification of the election. Right, but that was before she did the right thing. She did the wrong thing before she did the right thing. Now she's back to doing the wrong thing. All right, I'm confused. <laughs> you know, get your scorecard. But you're asking what can be done. Look at it's got to come from the Republicans. Whoever can bring me my jar of Jeff gets okay. my vote. Okay. All right, this is it. It's very simple. <laughs> Mike wants to, if you can bring him Jeff, you got his vote. <laughs> and, and lower the price of gas. But other than that, we're good. Well, Let's not even get into that debate. Not to drag us on too much longer, but that's one of the problems is people pretty much ignore this. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. the ones who've already made up their minds aren't being switched. And more people are worried about the price of gas, inflation, stock market, uh, whatever. And, and those are legitimate concerns. But uh, it, it, it's, it, it's not an either or. You can be concerned about uh, the price of gas and you can still think uh, we ought to protect the sanctity of our election. Right. You can also be concerned about the future of the republic. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, just a thought. I, if you think that, you know, yeah, well, whatever. All right. Well, we've, we've gotten nowhere once uh, again. Well, great. Excellent. <laughs> All right. All right. So the big reveal, Mike? The big reveal. Various study groups. Lots of money and research. Kraft Macaroni and Cheese is changing its name to Kraft Mac and cheese. <laughs> They've so, cut out a rony. <laughs> that sounds a little bit like something you can't even say on podcast. <laughs> They've cut out a rony. Don't touch my aroni. <laughs> but because that's what everybody refers well, to it cheese. as. Yeah, it's mac and cheese. They are changing the name officially to Kraft Mac right. and Cheese. Well. So that saves ink on the box. So we do have hope for the future. Yes. We uh, know now I'm that it's money they spend on that one. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know. Lots of research and study hey, groups. Oh, oh, what should we absolutely. call it? Bob, what do you got? And some seven-figure seven, <laughs> some seven corporate goon is the guy that goes, well, I'm the one that decided to call it mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Pay me, please. And, and we're keeping the powder. How will we ever remember that name? I don't know. It's tough. I don't know. All right, now you know. See, you learned a little bit in the less you know. Wait a minute. Did they vote on that? I don't know. <laughs> was that it voting fair? It might have been. Were raised. there mules that were <laughs> perverting the vote? Look at Do the, we know? The Aronis are upset. <laughs> the Aronis are, yeah. <laughs> Bring your spoons to the next meeting. <laughs> Locked and loaded your spoons. <laughs> so, whole crowd standing with their spoons. Aroni, Aroni. Don't you remember when Yankee Doodle went to town? <laughs> Stuck a feather in his hat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a whole nother day. All right. Well, all right. <sighs> uh, yes, you're welcome. Rich, have a great week as always. A lot of fun. <laughs> In between crying. All right. all right. The less you know brought to you by Jordan Genso with the Genso team at Remax Platinum. Find him on Facebook, Jordan Genso, community servant, community realtor, or give him a
a call, 248-444-9777. All right, before we get to the answer to today's trivia questions, we've got to talk to you. We do. We're we're a little bit late, but I think we're okay. Uh, Yes, Jamil Chubenko is the deputy fire chief and fire marshal for the Howell Area Fire Department. And uh, they've got a millage coming up, and we're going to... We're going to get the details. Define millage, The deets. Millage is always a fun thing to say when you're talking about voting on something or passing. Well, now now we're going, will this be rigged? (laughs) Shut up. Hey, Jamil. Jamil, it's Mike and John. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Jamil. So, uh, and again, we're talking with uh, Jamil Chibenko, Deputy Fire Chief and Fire Marshal with the Howell Area Fire Department. And uh, you guys have a millage vote that's coming up on August 2nd. Yes, we do. So, uh, tell us about this uh, the, this millage. Uh, you know, basically, what will it encompass, and, and you know, what should voters keep in mind when they head into uh, head into the polls on August second? So, we currently have a one point five mil millage that expires this year um, in December, and so we are going to replace that one point five millage with a two point zero millage. Um, hopefully approved by the uh, voters on August 2nd. All right, so you're going up from 1.5 to 2.0. So, I mean, you're going to have people are going to be like, oh, you want to raise the millage rate? Why should I approve that? And what's it for? So, good question. So, ultimately, as we all know, uh, the cost of business has gone up, but not just the cost of business, um, a cost of a fire truck. A cost of a fire truck went from 300000 in 2001-ish, to just two years ago, we paid five hundred and some odd thousand, and now the cost has gone over seven hundred thousand. Um, and no, no choice of ours. Hey, if I have trouble just trying to find a car at a car lot, you know, <laughs> I'm just looking for yeah. a four door, you know, and 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 I, I have trouble finding. I can only imagine trying to find a specialized vehicle like a fire truck becomes even more difficult. And as you said, the price is way up. Yes, and that's not even to mention fuel costs. I, I have to ask. Mm. I mean. You know, you guys budget a certain amount for fuel, uh, yes. and that's that. I'm sure that budget's been blown. Oh well, no, we we try to be kind of um, uh, generous in the fuel because we we've, we've been caught off guard before. Okay, yeah. so we've been pretty generous to say, hey, uh, let's not get caught off guard and and, uh, and budget appropriately. But so let me let me ask you: Does the, your your typical fire engine, fire truck, does that use just regular gasoline, or is there a special mix, or does it need premium? Just, just diesel. Just diesel. Okay. okay. But diesel is some of the most expensive fuel out there right now. Uh, yeah. And yeah. when you're getting anywhere from let's say two to four miles a gallon. Well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I wonder if there's electric fire trucks in the works. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're already out. But this all goes to the point that you were making, which is the overall cost to run a fire department and do it well is much higher than it used to be. Uh, And is right. And and so, uh, so, so to what Mike said, so where will this money go? How will it be used? established a reserve fund which was used to is used to purchase fire trucks so let's let's we don't finance fire trucks so we've been able to pay for fire trucks um totally and let's say in cash using these reserve funds um we own our we own the maintenance of our buildings 
as well. So when we talk owning the maintenance of the buildings, we have a reserve fund that gets used to uh, maintain our buildings. So to meet the needs of our customers from now until whenever, uh, we need to make adjustments to our buildings, such as sleeping quarters, uh, bays, uh, other amenities that are required so that we can continue to provide or improve our level of service uh, with full-time staffing or part-time staffing. Um, so that's the main purpose is to, you know, to have, to have fire trucks Well, and I think, yeah, and it sounds like, you know, it's sound fiscal management to, you know, if you pay up front now, you're going to pay less if you pay in cash. For instance, like you said, you pay in cash to buy a fire truck. You could finance it. And yes, there's less in the immediate that you have to put up front. Overall, you're going to end up paying way more if you finance that thing, as opposed to being more fiscally manageable and just paying it up front and paying for it. Uh, But that requires the funds to be able to do that. Uh, let's just as an example, there was a price increase on fire trucks in June, and there will be another one in October. Wow! So there's another, there's an example of right. what are, what are the needs right now of the Howell area, uh, area Fire Department as far as trucks? Are we looking at we need three more or five more or in the, within the next five years or anything like that or any numbers? Uh, yeah. So it's not a matter of what, what do we need more of. It's every truck has a replacement uh, cycle. Right. Um, where we look at miles on a, on a domestic vehicle, um, in a fire truck, it's hours. So some of our trucks, if you were to convert to hours, I'm sorry, hours to miles, we got trucks that are 300,000 miles based on the conversion. Right. Okay. Because it's not the, again, not the miles, it's how long they're running. So we have a cycle that kind of follows a, uh, not our plan, but other, other, suggested replacement plans based on the use and number of calls they go on. So about 15 years is a cycle. Now, even then, for a fire engine, uh, that truck now used to take anywhere from 9 to 14 months. It's taking now 22 to 26 months to get. So we're all we're having to buy trucks two years in advance. That's wow. just as of today. Right, yeah. and and what are you doing with the? You know, you're going to replace the truck. What are you doing with the old one? Is is that one just going up for auction or uh, to so go? Typically, we try and uh, we we have in the past used a uh, a used fire truck service where they find a customer, it passes you know a DOT inspection, and then we use a middle person to sell uh, that vehicle to some other agency that cannot uh, afford to buy a brand new one. Sure. And, yeah. or, and, Right, maybe a smaller market or something like that. Well, that, that brings up a good point, Jamil, uh, about the volume of calls. I mean, the Howell Area Fire Department, you guys, uh, uh, people should keep in mind, it's more than just the city of Howell. You, you have Osceola, Marion, Howell, and Cahokta Townships as well that you have to, uh, you know, patrol and maintain and, and make sure are uh, are safe. You know, we just saw earlier this week this huge fire in downtown Holly. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it could have devastated the downtown block. I mean, there was some serious damage there. But, you know, the, the quick fire response there in Holly uh, was able to save that historic downtown. You look at Howell's downtown, it's similar in that sense. Um, yes. And being able to have a, a fast-responding, uh, you know, fire department uh, with up-to-date equipment really does make a difference at a fire scene. Well, currently, like right now, we have staffing that is uh, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday at all of our fire stations. Um, The main fire station in the city of Howell is staffed 5.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. seven days a week. Uh, Just 
just because it's a centrally located uh, station, for one. Um, but then um, if we can change that and, and increase our number of full-time staffing, that would, that would help there as well. So you want to go to basically 24-7, 365 staffing? With staffing, yes, yeah. that's that's always that's always been a goal. It's just a stepwise right. You know, process. Yeah. Right, you can't snap your fingers and make it happen. But approving exactly. this millage will help you move closer to that ultimate goal of making sure that you know the stations are staffed and ready to go whenever. Because hey, fires happen whenever. You know uh, they don't follow a schedule. <laughs> so uh, being able to have that, that that kind of staffing and and equipment is is important to excellent response. So everybody remember that uh, August second. We go in for the primaries. Millage, vote yes. Uh, Jamil, we appreciate you joining us this morning. Thank you very much. It's been very informative for you. Yeah. yeah you any, before we let you go, Jamil, anything else you want to say about the millage? Any any final thoughts uh, for voters? No, I just want to say, you know, we all, we've all, we sent postcards out. Take the time, read it. If you have any questions, um, please, you know, please ask your fire department. Please ask your fire station. Please ask your firefighter. Um, we are there to uh, to help you get through this time and any time. So we offer a lot of services. Please. Please check us out. Yep, I got my postcard, and uh, I'm sure other people did. Uh, you know, we get a lot of junk mail uh, that you just kind of go, and you kind of throw it into the recycle bin. Uh, this card is worthwhile. If you see it in your mailbox in the next couple days, uh, pull it aside. Look, some great information on there for folks, and, uh, you know, if any questions you have. Of course, people can reach out, and if they have questions. Oh, yes, I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. you can reach out to um, any one of us so that we can answer that. But I have a phone number. Yes. If they have any questions specific to the millage, um, that phone number is 989-402-2889. All right. All right, Jamil, thanks so much for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. You as well. Yep. Bye. Bye. All right, Jamil Chabenko, uh, Deputy Fire Chief and Howell Fire Marshal with the Howell Area Fire Department. Millage coming up August 2nd. You ready for the big answer, the big reveal? I thought we did reveal about mac and cheese. Well, that was the mac and cheese. All right, we got more? We got more? Well, we have the trivia question that people uh, attempted uh, last night for Wednesday night trivia. Right. Uh, Most of us will try this once and give it up after doing it just that one time. We'll try it and say, oh, yeah, I want to do this. Oh, that looks fun. Yeah, that looks fun. Okay. For example, golf. You've yet to try golf I've right never, after we I've spent never, some time on the course yesterday. I have never once swung an actual golf club on a course. He has putted before, though. Uh, in well, putt putt. In putt putt, yeah. He can, but I, I, was pretty good at, I was pretty good at Sega golf. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm not a. I know you. You look at this and you go, "What? You're not a golfer?" Um, and said want, tequila shots. Yeah. Uh, oh, we shouldn't do that. Usually, you have more than just one no. when you do a tequila. If shot. you have one tequila shot, I guess I have one it's, potato. It's like chip. a Pringle. Yeah. I mean, come on. So it's not tequila you know, shots. And we know about tequila shots. Sydney said waxing at home. <laughs> <laughs> Let the professionals do that. Is what I, I think she's so. saying. Yeah. Sue said playing chess. It is a complicated game. You're either into it or you're not. Yeah. Uh, New Year's resolution, smoking, skydiving. Uh, that seems like the kind of thing you do it once and you're like, okay, I did it, I'm done. I, I think some people you get know. addicted to that. That's true. I mean, you know, if you get into it. But. Uh, trying to stop drinking coffee. That ain't going to happen. Bungee jumping. Our friend Spencer said, one night stands. You try it once and you say, no, I'm not doing that again. Well, maybe with somebody else. Well, yes. <laughs> uh, online dating. Spencer. <laughs> uh, diet. Trying it once, say never again. <laughs> 
I'm doing that again. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I went a whole 24 hours. Uh, a Cheeto. Uh, vaping using a CPAP machine. Yeah. Now, see, I I love my CPAP. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very open about it. I had sleep apnea, and I... I use my it's can, the, can you bring it into the show? I could probably I'll demonstrate it. It's the stupidest looking device in the world. You have to get over it. You feel like a moron when you put it on. There's no doubt about it. But I get a good night's sleep. But I get I some people. If he just, didn't, he'd be crabby. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine me without it? Could you imagine me without it? I ask you. <laughs> Thank goodness for that CPAP machine. The answer. Yes. Rollerblading. Rollerblading. Nope. Yeah. Not going to do it. No, I'm, I've done rollerblading, and I, I enjoy it. It's not something I do all the time. Right. I sold my rollerblading. You know, a former co-worker of ours, who I just saw at our, at our, our, our past co-worker party over yes. the weekend, uh, she said that she dusted off the rollerblades, yeah. took them out to the Metro Park, and she said she was, she was rocking the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, go. I'm going back to the 90s, and people were like, hey, what are you doing? What is that? Oh, my God. I, uh, when, when our first son was born. Put him in the stroller with the rollerblades. Okay. Yeah. Well, wow. <laughs> that was not. The, <laughs> and that was the nineties. That was the nineties. Then I, I had I had a pair in two thousand. Were you too. wearing jorts? <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I had shorts on. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was wearing jams. <laughs> jams. <laughs> with that splashy colors. Oh yeah. <laughs> Splashed out. We're oh, Hawaiian yeah. looking. Oh yeah. And then I had probably some kind of tank top on. All right. Oh, uh, those are the days. Two cent history lesson today, the twenty third of June. By the way, hmm. we're brought to you by our friends at Firehouse Stores, who are also a big part of our summer splash party, which is coming up. Did we mention the day? I believe it's July 9th. It is July 9th. That's right. Historic Howell Theater. Right. Firehouse Doors has been serving Livingston County residents for the past 24 years. Family-owned. They strive to treat each customer like family. Veteran-owned. Mike, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran. And if you want to join their expanding team, they are looking for a hard-working individual with good mechanical aptitude. Uh, it starts at... It starts at $20 an hour, uh, with room for rapid advancement. If you'd like to be a part of one of the most well-regarded small businesses in Livingston County, contact them today, firehousedoor at yahoo.com, or call them, 810-599-7480. And if you can rollerblade and install install an overhead door, it may be more than $20. I I can't guarantee I mean, that could be part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's how you test it. You're on the rollerblades. Right. So thanks hey, to the folks at Firehouse Cord. All right, our two cent history lesson today, the 23rd of June. Today is Pecan Sandy Day mm. or Pecan Sandy Day. Pecan? Pecan? <laughs> pecan. And that's a cookie, right? Isn't that a cookie? Uh, I think it is. It's like I, a crumbly cookie. I don't with like pecans. It. I don't like it. Yeah, and they're, they're okay. Yeah. I mean, if I have to eat a cookie, <laughs> okay. If you're I starving guess. on a desert I'll eat island. this entire sleeve. <laughs> uh, what? It's National Pink Day. It's okay to wear pink. Yeah. That's salmon. (laughs) (laughs) It's pink. I'm wearing salmon, not pink. You know what? I'd go hot pink. Just go for it. What the heck? Hey. It's pink flamingo day. Oh, well, then there you go. Along with pink pink day. Is that why it's pink day? No, we just like pink. Okay. Let's get this party started. (laughs) Okay. So what? You're a rock star. Get your game on. Uh, Runner's selfie day today, which is pretty tough. If you're running and can take a selfie... Wow. As you run. That's pretty talented. I can't take one standing still. It, it is so I can't imagine running. United States Coast Guard Auxiliary's birthday is today. Uh-huh. Happy birthday. 1836 on this day. And will probably never, ever, ever, ever happen again. Each of the 26 states were given $1 million on this day after the federal de- uh, government declared that it had 
too much money. Mm. We've got too much. We should ask them to pay that back with interest. Well, I don't know that it'll never happen. I mean, I don't you think know, the happen. federal government gives them a lot they, of money. They, I know, but they don't have too much. Because they print it. But they don't have too much. Well, they, they could if they just they print If they more. just make more. <laughs> you know. Oh, look, we got more. We, we, need, we need more money? All right. Know. We got a printer. Maybe we can just pay ourselves. You know what? We're going to make giggle bucks. <laughs> We're going to change the entire economy. Yes. It's better than Bitcoin. Forget, yeah, forget Bitcoin. It's Giggle Bucks. You got Giggo? Oh, What's Giggo would trading like at this morning? Would you like to pay for that in Giggo Bucks? It's almost as good as Monopoly money. Almost. <laughs> the U.S. Secret Service was established on this date in 1860. And no, they did not have Move in. They didn't have that. Move in. They had a megaphone. Okay. <laughs> Actually, they just... Move in! <laughs> they just took a piece of paper like this and said... Hey, Bob, you got him covered? <laughs> All right. Okay. Boy, Bob works a lot. I he referred does. to Bob a lot. You do. The first typewriter was patented on this day in 1868. The machine had all caps only. No. Oh. It was yelling at you. <laughs> it was as big as a kitchen table. Yeah. And typists really couldn't see what they typed until they were done to make oh. sure there was well, any. That's Then you got to crawl on the table yeah. with the whiteout. Oh, God. Can of paint. <laughs> on this day in 1984, Duran Duran. I remember 1984. Started a two-week run at number one on the U.S. singles chart with the Reflex. Yeah, I didn't like that. Too. Group's first. Out of all was, their songs, okay. that wasn't really. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. U.S. Supreme Court on this day in 1989 struck down the law that declared telephone-based pornography being illegal. They said no. You should be able to talk dirty on the phone. That's right, damn it. Not all sexually yeah. explicit conversations are illegal. Yeah, because you could... You remember, remember those 800 numbers? I don't know what you're talking about. I, or were those 900 976 numbers? numbers. What? <laughs> Who said what? Now where? <laughs> I don't know how that got on the bill, Mom. Somebody <laughs> hacked my phone. Who's hacking a phone? <laughs> What's a hack of what? a phone, son? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you talking to this woman named Jasmine? She's a nice girl. <laughs> Nineteen ninety. I'm gonna marry your mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we found out a little bit more about well, John's past. I wasn't talking about. I was talking about Bob. Uh, <laughs> you know Bob. <laughs> Buddy Holly's Gibson acoustic guitar in 1990 sold at auction for $237,419. It was in a tooled leather case. That seems which low. Which Holly made himself. That seems low. For oh, it was 1990. Okay. We I had guess. less money then. Because didn't we just earlier this, we talked about uh, David Gilmore's yeah. black guitar and it sold well, for like $4 million? Was, yeah, but more people had that Pink Floyd album than had any of Buddy <laughs> well, Holly's. I guess, but, you know, Buddy Holly's. I can't remember. Okay. I can't afford either, by the way. So. <laughs> and finally, two words. 1993, Lorraine and Mm. You know the rest from there. He had it coming. And he got and, it. And he got it. <laughs> Didn't well, she throw it in the actually, field? Actually, she got it. <laughs> Didn't she and throw then it she in the field, field or something? Yes, she did. <laughs> that surgery recovery team. Hey, man, karma's a bitch, buddy. Okay? <laughs> so. Yeah, you just say the name hey, and most guys hey, twinge. Hey, hey, man, keep in mind. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> There's always the bobbing yeah, factor. You know, so. All right. That's your two-cent wow. history lesson for This has today. been an action-packed show. I 
Hey, don't forget Murphy's Family Auto, your car knows. Schedule that appointment today to get your tar car tuned up for summer, 517-552-3040. They're open on Saturdays from 8 to 1 for your convenience. And if you tell them Mike and John sent you, you'll save 5% on your bill. Yeah, you will. How about that? Murphy's Family Auto. Murphy'sFamilyAuto.com. Right. And... Um We've mentioned the summer splash party again, uh, summer July 9th. We have the shirts. Yes. Should we reveal or hold that off or um, make that a Friday? Here's what we're going to reveal. Friday reveal. Yeah, coming Friday. Okay. Our summer splash Coming shirts. up tomorrow. We'll but here's the thing. All right. What's the thing? And Someone keep it away of the from two of us. It. Yeah. <laughs> Someone of the two of us made the decision to design shirts saying it's perfect. Without discussing it with their other I member was, of the Giggo team. I was team. deputized to, to be the team designer. Wasn't I? By well, yourself. Well, sure, yeah. You, design, you said I'm the you designer. Said, well, you said I was John officially John A. John a. All right, yeah, the all right. designer. I, don't, uh, I had no say. I ran it by a sponsors, and they loved it. Right. You want me to read the email again? No, that's all right. I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Perfect. Love it, love it, love it. Once again, John King has scored perfectly. Well, they didn't say he that. You got a right? 10 out of 10. It I was maybe, the judges I maybe of added that in. But. <laughs> Perfectly. Yeah. No, so, looks, they, they look really good. Yeah. We're going to reveal uh, on uh, on Friday. Right. And these are the shirts that will be the first 100 people that show up to our summer splash party will get a free shirt. And, we'll and getting in is free. Yeah. It's, and a whole it's, free. it's all free. It's like a free. What's bezel. wrong with us? We're going to go broke. <laughs> That's how we run our business. <laughs> we, we don't quite understand business principles. <laughs> I try to tell them. We yeah, can sell I, these things. Nah, uh, we're giving them for away. free. Yeah, give them away. Yeah, let's, uh, What's let's, money? Let's pay for everybody to go to the movies. I'll just talk to the bank when the mortgage is due. Yeah. But we give away free shirts. Would you like a shirt? Movie. <laughs> we got Giggle Bucks. Would you like we're going to deposit some I'm Giggle Bucks. I'm going to pay them in Giggle Bucks. Right. Here's a Giggle Bucks for $1 million. <laughs> All right. All right. We're, that's going to do it for today. We're back. Uh, right, let's hope so. Tomorrow's Friday. We're going to reveal the shirts tomorrow. Right. Tomorrow's the big reveal. Wow, look at that. Yeah, we do. So, so on our shirts. Depends on the day. You've been giggling with Mike and John. Sorry. Tune in next I was a little late with that. I was early with that. I ended early. It's because I'm short, isn't it? <laughs>